Hi, this is Chucky Thompson, and you're listening to The View from the Stoop Podcast. Turn up or go home. We don't need you. You're not going to turn up. Welcome back, family. As you know, each month we choose a 90s artist to celebrate, and, well, this week we had the distinct pleasure of actually speaking with one of our selected artists. See, Trustin Irby of High Five stopped by the stoop to discuss the legendary group and his time in the music business. Now, we're sure that you're going to love listening to this one as much as we enjoy taking time to talk with one of the greatest artists of the 90s. So without any further ado, let's go. So um, I always ask everybody the same first question, and it's um, where do you come from and uh, how did you get to the place you are now? All right, well, I trust Irby. I'm from the Bronx, New York, and, um, you know, the way I got started here um, doing, uh, if you're referring to the music industry, mm-hmm. or where I started here to, to get where I'm at, through the grace of God, man, that's that's all I can say on that, you know. As, as, as bland as the answer may be, is the truth. You know what I'm saying? It sounds bland, but it's powerful, you know? Mm-hmm. The grace of God, that's, that's what got me here to this place right now where we're talking on the phone, you and I. So you grew up in the Bronx and were there um, most of your life? Yeah, yeah. I, I grew up I'm Bronx bred, man, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so when, that, That's where I was born. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was born and raised, man. That's all I know. At um, what age did you discover your talent? Um, um, mm, maybe like 10, maybe 10 or 12, I, I want to say, maybe about 10 or 12, I want to say, I, it, it was, um, it was on, on a Christmas day and I had got, um, a, a record player mm-hmm. and, um, and one record and the name of the song was, um, Magic Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I played it and I sang it for, for my family. And 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 they were like, "Oh, that boy's saying that boy's saying." <laughs> <laughs> I ain't know nothing until then. And at that point, I was like, "Hmm," but I still it was too young to take it serious. But I was just I just knew at that point that I guess I could sing a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. Then um I I went to uh, I went to church. I was going to church. My grandfather, and my grandparents kept me and my mom and the rest of the family in church. So I went to church and started singing in a choir. I went from there to start singing in a choir to develop my skills or just not even know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, once again, just being young and going with whatever it is that I want to do. No, you know, no, 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 nothing, just doing it, you know. And um, went from there and then, then uh, after that I went to, uh, to uh, me and my family, we moved. Um, still in the Bronx though, but we moved to another area. Um, Stevenson Commons and I went to Eugene T. Alaska. Well, that's not the first one. I went first it was PS one eighty two. Um um yeah. Then I was um then I went to Eugene T. Alaska and that's when I was in the chorus. A lot of um a lot of the arts in, in junior high school, you know, um from band you know, and, and things of that nature. Uh, a chorus, once again, still sticking in, sticking with the music somehow. 
And um, from that point, I went to military school. And that, 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 and still there, I was still in the choir. Mm-hmm. Probably like, probably like three black guys out of the whole, <laughs> out of the whole uh, chorus. But, you know, everybody was good at the end of the day. But yeah, um, and I still, I stuck with it, man. I stuck with it going to um, military school so that I could go into the military academy as an officer and, and, and then come out a state trooper was was my plan, but evidently it wasn't God's plan, you know? So you never so, thought of it as a career? You never thought of pursuing? Nah, nah, at that, nah, not really, man. You know, I was like, you know, nah, not really, man. Not at that age, man. I didn't even think about it like that. I was, I was focused on, you know, because my family was like in the military, you okay. know? So I was pretty much focused on that life, like, you know, uh, after the Naval Academy, then, you know, be a state trooper because when you serve time in the armed forces or come from a school of that caliber, they tend to push you up, you know, and time to take tests and stuff like that to become a police officer. Like, you, you, you're that number one pick, you know what I'm saying? Right. So did you make it to Annapolis? Never made it to the... What happened was, what, this is, this is where the whole thing switched it is after military school, which I did uh, two and a half years, I wound up going back to the Bronx my third year and um, went to Cadillac uh, East Stevenson High School, um, and I got into the Arts Academy there. Um, then I started singing in the gospel chorus and all that stuff there. Now, there is where it started to take a little twist for me as for what I want to do. I'm getting older. You know, I'm like 16 years old. You're ready to turn 17 soon, um, you know, in high school, thinking what I'm going to do, singing, girls liking the way I sing, you know, <laughs> shit like that. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. <laughs> um, then that's when I decided that I may want to start doing this on or trying to do it, once again, not knowing nothing about the music industry or how difficult it was or no shit like that. You know, you know, everybody wanted to be a star. Everybody wanted to be on the stage and sing. These are people that I was around all the time because I was, like, in the arts academy part, you know, in the music part, you know, academy, you know? Right. So, to make a long story short, um, um, High Fives Manager, that's where High Fives Manager first see me at a Stevenson High School Gospel Chorus event. Mm-hmm. And they was looking for another singer because their second lead singer, you know, he had um, gotten himself into some trouble. So they needed another singer, so they heard about me and came down um, to Stevenson High School and, and, and heard me sing and then contacted me like, Two days later, a day later, um, via telephone, and um, the rest, you know, once again, was God's plan started forming at that point when it comes to getting into the industry, you know? So, at that moment, were you aware of High Five at all? Could you see um, that there was going to be some massive success down the road, or it was just like a, a open door at that point? Yeah, I never heard of. I didn't know who High Five was. 
at all. Um, I never seen their videos, although they had one video they had out was um just can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I ne- I didn't see the video until pretty much when I went and met the management. And when I seen the video, they gave me a V a, a VCR tape. <laughs> For for the kids out there, VCRs were what we had before DVDs. <laughs> so, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> my bad, my bad. We 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 showing our age right now. My bad, my bad. Well, yeah. it was a, it was a VCR tape though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know them kids they ain't got no respect. So <laughs> yeah, nah, they, they they gotta get some act right. Man. Right, right. House party on VHS. Go get it. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> So, you know, uh, so that was the first time I seen the video. When I seen the video, I was like, oh, snap, you know. It was exciting for me because, you know, there really wasn't no video outlets at that point unless you had a local video channel, which right. was, for us was Video Music Box. Man, so I video, video Music video. Box. I yeah. used to beg my parents for, for money to order one. Yeah, yeah. So you know, not even that now, nah, but in New York, though so now nah, video. I know what you talk about, but now nah, video music box used to come on the UHF channels. Like you had to turn the bottom part. Uh-huh. You, know, you got the VHF, and then you got the UHF. Yeah. You had to turn it, click it to the left to the UH to the UHF, <laughs> and then that then turn the other the knob with all the different numbers. They had to keep on going until you got to 68. Right. And then when you got to 68, you was able to access the, uh, the, 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 the you know, the network mm-hmm. to see the videos. It was all, the, you know. <laughs> and, 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 and there was then, I, I seen them play, uh, uh, I seen them play the damn video. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, snap. But, by the time I talked to management, within a week and a half, I I, I have moved to, they moved me to Texas. So you're a, a kid from the Bronx. You've been looking at buildings and, 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 you know, steel structures your whole life. And the next thing you know, you're in Texas. Mm, Texas with twigs and house. <laughs> that adjustment had to be crazy. On crazy, top of, you know what I'm saying, you just joined a group. Now you got to learn the steps and the songs. Now you got, you know, dust everywhere. Uh, yeah, what were man. you thinking? I, I was thinking, what I got myself into. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it was just a whole different lifestyle, man. You know, Texas is real slow. Right. Like, no disrespect. Nah, it's we love Texas. It's but... just <laughs> It's real laid back, man. Sidewalks you know and streetlights is what you grew up with. Yeah, yeah, there ain't, ain't no rush. You know, <laughs> I'm talking from the Big Apple. We rushing all the time. You know, New York Minute ain't but a second. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, my hustle was different. Um, You know, it, 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 it was just different. It, it was some differences, differences, man, you know? Um, and especially when you come into a situation that's already formed, with, you know, before mm-hmm. you, you know, you got to kind of like lay back, sit back in a cut and watch things, you know, and it took a long time to get into a perspective where they was listening to me. So how long and, did you it know, ca- take to, like, catch the vibe? I mean, it, 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 took, a, it, it took a little while. It didn't take that much of time because this is something that I wanted to do, and I think my energy level I think my energy when I came in the group was different. 
mm-hmm. and it was what what was needed, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but um, I, it, 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 musically, it was cool. Personality took a little bit, not not too much time. Um, was cool, but uh, business business mind mm-hmm. that 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 there was was that there was different because see I was I, you know coming from the Big Apple man you see all you see all the shit all the shams man mm-hmm. you know you see it all man you know when somebody's trying to play you you know what I'm saying you know you, you know the, the, the hustle is just different man and you know Waco was a, a place where you know back especially back then nobody never really heard of Waco let's see Right. From unless it was high five, you know what I'm saying, or near people's, you know, back then. But you know, they never really heard of high uh, Waco, Waco, Texas, man. You know. So this is before uh, the whole thing with the um the folk getting shot up and everything. David Koresh and all that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And that didn't even happen in Waco. That happened outside of Waco. Just that Waco is the next city that's bigger than a state, bigger than a city that happened. Gotcha. So they said Waco, but it really wasn't in Waco. People don't know that. So you was down there when all that was happening, though? Um, was that not, I don't know. I, I don't think I was down there. I was somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was there when that when, when it was happening. You know what I'm saying? So. I think we were somewhere. I don't know where we was at. Out of the country or something. Now, there's a lot of, you know what I'm saying, hits and, and, and a lot of good times. Then what? What was the thing that stood out the most during that time period? Like, y'all first, or your, with the group, first big moment? I mean, this, um, we had, we was blessed to be able to have a lot of big moments, man, you know? <clears throat> I can't even recall one. Just the whole, just the whole era, man, was big, man. Whether it was bad times or good times, the whole era, man, that whole era we lived was, was big, man. You know, it's not just one. I can't pick out just one because it's not. It's too many. Right. Too, too many, too many things that happened, man. That it's things that happened that I don't even remember. One of my boys got to be telling me, "Yo, you don't remember?" I'm like, "Nah." I'm like, "Yo, you don't remember?" <laughs> nah. What? Nah. Really? Nah. Really? Yeah. Oh, not. Nah. Yeah. That it'd be that many. That you know, we was blessed, man. Young age, young guys, man. Mm. You're really blessed, and, and, and when you're young and you're blessed and you're young, you know, you really don't understand that you are blessed. You know what I'm saying? So you tend to not even to pay attention to where the blessings come from, but just, you know, just don't even acknowledge it. But, you know, that's being young-minded, you know, not knowing and, and, and not knowing in enough time to, to fix anything that was, that should have been fixed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but once again, you know, what, you know that's another thing. Like you know, when you when you when you're young, you're growing up in this industry, and you don't, and, and your parents don't know nothing, and you don't know nothing, then you, it, it's easy for you to walk into a whole heap of nothing, a whole heap of something. Put it that way. You was um, mm-hmm. you guys were pretty much in the era, probably uh, the last time. There were consistently successful male groups. Um, the, the 90s probably saw the end of 
the male R&B group generation. Was there competition between y'all? Were y'all all supporting each other? Were you looking over saying, man, New Edition killed it. We got to get in the studio and bang out a hit. You know, Troop yeah. did their thing. We got to beat them. What, what was that nah. like? Nah, I never did. Well, especially with New Edition because we, we always looked up to New Edition. So, mm. You know, we never thought of any kind of competition or anything like that with New Edition. Troop, those are boys. Um, we never thought of no competition with Troop, neither like a competition. It just, but the fellas will do what we do. Right. You know what I'm saying? When, but when it's time to go on the stage, we got to do what we do. Just like they're going to bring it, we got to bring it too. Mm-hmm. But, it wasn't like no competition, though. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. Um, and probably because, once again, young, and didn't even care about that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All we want to do is get paid at the end of the night and go chill and go to the next city. Mm-hmm. You know? We really wasn't paying attention to all the stuff that we should have been paying attention to that I pay attention to now, you know? Mm-hmm. But you don't know that when you do. You don't know what you don't know. And if your parents and if your parents don't know, then you don't know, and you don't know, then you know you got to find somebody who knows. And then at that point, you know you're too late because you find the people that know that you don't know. Now they're taking you. You know what I'm saying? Right. I w- I tell you around here, man. We um, you know, you was you, new addition was the party stuff. But if you was trying to impress a girl, man, you had to roll up on her singing like Kissing Game or something like that. Well, yeah, you, I mean, you I, me I out <laughs> <laughs> I, it was a little different, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to my man Tony. Right. You know, he had that voice, man, as well, you know, that distinguished voice that made it different and made the whole situation work, too. So, you know, um, yeah, I mean, you may want to play the kitchen game, you know, just yeah. to give it that something different. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, <laughs> but just to give it that something different, you know. The way the way our message was delivered, mm. you know what I'm saying, it was something different, you know. So after the run, like, what? How did you transition into the next phase of your life? Like, I know y'all still do stuff together, but when you realized that you needed to start making moves on your own, how did that go? Yeah, that was the most difficult part because, you know. Not knowing what would happen, you know, it's a it's a whole big story, man. I mean, you know, my story is big, man. You know, it, you know, everybody has a story. Right. My story is really, really big. How this came about, you know, um, um, but you know, I always kept high five as being a priority in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, even when Tony left and did his solo thing, I, I, I still was the one to keep high five together and keep bringing music and, and, and trying to stay in the public eye as long as possible before the hiatus. Mm-hmm. When the hiatus came, you know, it was like really uh, a terrible time for me. Um, I was very uh, 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 unapproachable, very uh, not in my state of mind, mm-hmm. not in a good state of mind. I was in another state of mind which I, where I shouldn't have been. Or maybe I should have been because that made me the man I am today. Um, but you know, I was in uh, a lot of depression, um, doing a lot of shit that I shouldn't have been doing, uh, and I'm just thankful that, that 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 God kept me in His arms 
and, and carry me all through that. Right. So when did you start but, uh, applying the New York hustle to the business life? Well, I, I did the shit. Uh, <laughs> five, five years ago, bro. Uh-huh. Five years ago, um, I got shot a couple of years back. Mm. got shot five times, being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And um, I was laying up in the hospital. My grandmother came to me and was like, uh, physically came to me mm-hmm. before she was alive, and, and, and she came to me and was like, you know, the good Lord got you here for a reason. Uh, so you better count your blessings and um, fix it and figure it out and live right. Man, grandmas yeah. have a way of cutting to the to the to the white meat, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't. She didn't play no games. She went right to the point. Like, okay now, grandson. <laughs> you know, right? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I love you and. and Sorry of this happening. Thank God you're alive when you're with us. But you know what this means, right? Right. It's another chance. And God got you here for a reason. He wasn't ready for you. So you need to figure out your reason. You need to go all in and live right. So that's when um, um, the Brooklyn's Most Wanted, or the Bronx Most Wanted? That's when Bronx Most Wanted really, you know, really took, took off. And I want, and I stopped really thinking about other people and just really started focusing on what I needed to do to be successful mm-hmm. for me. You know what I mean? And um, so I went out and um, that's when I went out and, 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 and did a song, uh, produced and, and wrote, wrote a song called Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, threw it out there because I was trying to help other people before that. And... Um, you know, spending money and things of that nature, which I could have just done that on my own, but I was kind of scared. I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want not to, not to succeed. I was scared of failure, you know? So I was living behind other people's talent and let other people do what they do, and I just play the background instead of trying to be the front man, you know? Right, right, right. You know, but, you know, in High Hospital, I wrote this song called Everything. And um, did a video and all that. Put it out there, not knowing the, not knowing the industry part, and how much money it takes to really do a video and get it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not knowing the business at all. Thought I could just do a song and it'll be picked up, and everything is everything. So and that wasn't the case. You know, you don't, you can't just do a song. You can't just throw it out there. You can't just get, you know, you got to be very lucky, you know, and, 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 and blessed that something goes viral. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, if it don't go viral, you know, and enough people don't hear about it, then it doesn't translate to money or nothing, you know? So how long did it take for you to, to get your, your business feet together? I'm telling you, uh, it took about... I'm still learning every day. You know what I'm saying? There's still things I'm still learning. And during the course of these five years where I got High Five back together one more again mm-hmm. to do it on the, the level that we're doing it now um, and knowing how to say, okay, well, you can't do it by yourself. You need a team. You need resources right. to make something work, to make a business work as well. You need people that have resources. You can't just have people around you that's working and they don't know what the hell they doing. You, you know what I'm saying? They don't have no connections. They don't get nothing for me. They just tell you what you want to hear. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, it don't make no sense. Eh? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's like, well, okay, I gotta make it. Gotta make a change, man. I gotta have some people on my team that know how to read a contract. <laughs> you know, right, know how right. to, to get on the phone and ask for somebody and, and have a conversation. How how to go and get uh, you know, get get, get um, you know, offers and you know, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta have know people who have know how to, to, to get stuff done. And um I had to learn that. And, you know, I did and made some changes. And, you know, the company's still growing now. I mean, but we're in a better position than we are, than we were years ago uh, when we first started. Um, our popularity grew. Mm-hmm. You know, um, didn't know how important it was to have a website. You know, it was things like that that I had to learn uh, how, how important social media has become and how, it's going, and how important it's going to be. And years ago, you know, I was kind of, I was years behind, man. And it sucks when you're years behind and you have to play catch-up, you know? Right. But then but, also, though, like I've always noticed, the struggle, the people who struggle at the beginning of their business, are the ones who always end up making it because you know what it was like when you didn't have it together. Man, listen. And you don't want to lose it again. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever you get, you don't want to lose it. So you say, you know, you change the whole way of thinking, your whole way of grinding, and your whole way of living, man, you know, in general, you know? And, you know, now, through the grace of God, it took five years because anything that's worth having, that doesn't, it doesn't come overnight, man, you know? And although it was tough five years, I, I, you know, since I got the company really up and running and legit, a legit LLC, mm-hmm. you know, um, paperwork and everything, tax papers, I pay my taxes every year, you know what I'm saying? I do my tax refund, refunds and all that, so... It's a, it's a real company. It ain't your boy across the street saying, yeah, I got a company, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, you ain't even in the, they can't even find you in the yellow pages. <laughs> you ain't even registered. You know right. what I'm saying? My man's company is the stoop he's sitting on. Right. You know what I'm saying? But people don't even, but, you know, people don't even know that. You know, you don't even need to be registered. How many What's your company? So, you know, that happened for me once again. I didn't go legal until, like, Five years ago, okay. and and um, once again, you know, it, it, for for where we started to right now, the company has grown tremendously and been blessed, and it's been a hard run. But once again, through the grace of God, you know, keeping 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 me strong, and on times where I felt like quitting. Keeping me focused and say, okay, you know, keeping me smart enough to say, okay, let me go back to revisit it. Let's not give up. And, you know, even today, you know, I still get that urge sometimes to give up on certain things when it happens or just want to just stop, you know, and say, you know, because I'm not, you know, I'm still working progress. My company's still a work in progress. You know, it's no bad boy. You know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you know, I, I'm still moving graciously, um, uh, moving smart, and, and, and 
not moving and moving with with a, with a whole team to help make decisions and um, one and once again move um, smart, smooth smart man, but still have that New York hustle right. in the background. You know what I'm saying? Uh, meaning, you know, gotta go out there and, and create opportunity. You gotta create it, so you can't wait for opportunity to knock on your door. Sometimes that shit. They won't knock, you know, they'll walk right by your door. So sometimes you may have to leave the door cracked and entice it a little bit. Entice somebody to look in and see what's in there, you know? No doubt. But, yeah, man, you know, that hustle, man, you know. Are y'all I'm actively signing acts? Y'all are actively, like, signing acts and, and whatnot right now? Yeah, well, right now we got, right now we were focusing on the high five, man. Mm-hmm. You know, high five is signed to uh, Bronx most wanted entertainment, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it only makes sense to do it that way, right, you know right. what I mean? So, uh, and also the company needs a foundation, a strong foundation, some a group or artist that's going to bring in some money, some you know, right. to, to keep it float. And if you're going to use a name, you might as well use one of the great ones too. Thanks, sir. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, it only makes sense, man. So we're focused right now on getting high five that respect and where they need to be in this age and time in their career. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it ain't about coming back, being on a big comeback and expecting to touch all these youngsters. You know, we know what rage we are, where we at. We are an adult contemporary group now. Now, and that's the type of music that we got to do. You know what I'm saying? And it, you know, if, if you get some young youngest to catch on, that's cool. But you know, our main focus is adult contemporary music now, mm-hmm. and, and that's what we and that's what we do. We we all in our forties. We're not young teen boppers. You know, back in eighteen, age like we eighteen and nineteen. So we can't think like that, you know, because sometimes you know, and our audience they grow with us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, and our era, our era is a pretty hip era, you know, we, we're not, we're not old, old, right. old minded, you know what I'm saying? We're still young at heart and, you know, that whole 90s era is where it needs to be right now. And it's going to come back and, you know, high five, uh, uh, high five through the grace of God, um, was musical contributors. Mm-hmm. To the, to the 90s. So, you know, I believe that you know, I, I believe that the promoters out there, <laughs> the promoters out there, you guys listening to this or watching it or whatever or reading it, however else it's going to come, you guys got to, they got to stop, uh, they got to stop putting on acts that they want to see. They got to put on acts that the, that the, that the that the fans want to see, yo. You understand what I'm saying? These promoters these days, they they, they do personal. It is like for their personal, like who they want to see perform. That's who they get out there. Mm-hmm. But they don't get out there and touch the fans and ask the fans who they want to see perform. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I know I switched up on you, but yeah, I just, you, it, you, um, it just came my way, man. Do you look at like the the whole Bad Boy reunion tour as an opening because it seems like, man, 
they're doing it where you guys have been doing it as well, but now there's a lot of light shine on the fact that these 90s acts didn't go away. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're still out there grinding and still delivering at a high level when a lot of times, you know, you got these young cats that are going out and doesn't sound like the record. You guys sound like the record. You guys made that music and you're still out there doing it. Do you see the success of a tour like that as just a, a stepping stone? I mean, nah, yeah, I mean, big up to, to Puff, you know what I'm saying? That's dope what he did, you know, Puff, you know, Puff had a, um, you know, his era, mm. the Bad Boy era, you know what I'm saying? Which, you know, we was we was before Bad Boy era, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So when Bad Boy came and did their thing, they had their own sound, singing over hip-hop beats and grabbing that audience, you know? Mm. When High Five was out, High Five wasn't about singing on top of hip-hop beats. You know what I'm saying? It was about, it was more musical, it was more producers and they're actually producing, not just sampling, you know? Right. And, and playing, you know, um, instrument instrumentations, you know, um, you know, um, musicians was coming in, you know, playing instruments, you know? Right. Teddy was playing, Teddy was playing, R. Kelly was playing, you know, no disrespect to the bad boy, you know what I'm saying? They did they, 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 they the truth, you know? But I'm just saying that our fire wasn't singing over hip-hop beats right. like that, you know? We was more, like I said, we had our own, we were, you know, original music put to, to a point without the sample, you know what I'm saying? Without the beat, you know what I'm saying? So, um... Yeah, man, I mean, I, I think that it's cool that they, you know, that it's cool, but you can't forget about, you know, you got to see, mm, people forget how far was the crossover group, man. Right. You understand what I'm saying? It wasn't just all about urban, you know, back then. And, and, and back then, everybody wanted to go pop. Now everybody wanted to just stay urban because the pop culture is coming urban wild. But back then, you were trying to go pop. And, 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 and we was a pop group. We was a pop R&B group. We wasn't straight R&B. And, and that was a blessing at the same time. But, you know, at the same time, too, you know, we wasn't up there with, with Puffy neither because, you know, Puff was doing the other R&B, you know, on some urban shit, right. you know? Just catering to the urban audience. And if, and if, and if, and if the other, uh, if, if other people gravitated to the urban side, then he was cool with it. But he didn't make it his business to go get them. Now, I want to ask you about the acting, but before I do, there's a question that I, I wanted to ask you. What do you think happened to the male R&B group? I mean, I, I would think the last big one might have been, I have no, no disrespect to B2K, but they're kind of, leaned the um more into like the pop realm but maybe drew hill might have been the last truly big r&b male group what what happened i don't know i think time changes the industry changed time changed and people want things changed man nothing stays the same you know the all things come back around full circle baby right <laughs> you know what i'm saying so you know like right now you know the R&B that everybody's complaining about that's on the radio, everybody's complaining about, the whole world's complaining about R&B music now. 
you know, because it's just weird. It's weird shit that's going on, right. man, you know? Not too many true R&B artists that's doing it. They're true R&B artists. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about, you know, dabbing all over the place and, you know, I'm talking about or, or rappers or so-called rappers or trap rappers or whatever you call these guys trying to sing or key. You know, and, and people calling it R&B. You know, the dude is clearly singing off key. I know he is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's clearly singing off key, yo. And, they, and, and, they, and I don't know how people got the nerve to play it and put it on the radio. And people they don't even hear it. Like, you don't hear the screeching. <laughs> it, it's crazy, man. R&B is crazy, man. But, you know... That, you know, they they try to stay with the time. So the little kids, the youngins, the youngins are digging it. You know, because they don't they don't know no better. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the youngins is digging it. It's, 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 it's the radio people that's playing this crap. You know, and and, and, and the younger people who listen to your radio station and you playing garbage. Then the kids gonna like garbage. They don't like for the sound, the sounds that they hear. They're gonna be looking for the same sounds and that they hear in that song. You know. And they're going to start liking that type of, you know, what's being politically installed in your brain. So, you know, it's, 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 the, it's the people up top that, that's controlling what, what's being played on the radio, and money is controlling that. Radio people got to make money, and payola exists. You know, the, 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 the bigger your company is, the more money you have to pay a radio station to play your record. That happens, you know. It's not supposed to happen, but that happens. That's it's alive and well. So yeah, so so independent label, right? And you don't have you don't have enough money allocated, you know what I'm saying, to take your record to number ten spot, you know what I'm saying, or to take your record to top, you know, number or number one, you know. Uh, I mean, talk about one. I'm talking about. Uh, uh, drop one dime, you know what I'm saying? Then you might, it's a lost situation because you got a big company like Sony or something that's been doing business with that radio, you know, and paying them money. All they got to do is pick up the phone and be like, you know, who is label? All right, now, you know, you don't want me to take my money away from you and give it to another station, so... You know, whoop-de-woo, what are you going to do about it? So then you find out that your song don't go nowhere because the bigger label, not the bigger label is paying the radio more money, you know what I'm saying? And they're not going to let you, who paid a little bit of less money, they're not going to let you go on top of that, you know what I'm saying? I'm speaking from experience. And shit like that, you, you have to know from experience, you know? Right. You know, we had a song called Favorite Girl. We had a song called Favorite Girl. Spent about 50 G's on this record. And the record only went 37. It charted, we were blessed for, for, you know, it didn't catch because I didn't have enough money to keep me up there. Like another 50 would have got me past 30. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? No. That's, how that, that's how that works. And then it's like, then you get all, then you get the labels, right, for these, for these majors, 
they're looking at the charts all the time. So now they're looking and say, okay, if Bronx Most Wanted, who the fuck is Bronx Most Wanted Entertainment? <laughs> Where did they come from? And they got high five. And then number 37, you know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, then you got, I don't know, you just said you got ABC record labels. And they got, they got, I don't know, they got, I don't know, anybody. They got uh, Tank or something, right? Mm-hmm. And Tank is number 35, right? But he's still moving up, right? But he's on the major, right? They got more money than us, right? Now they're just calling the radio station like, yo, High Five can't go up. You can't let High Five go above Tank. Hold on. You know what I'm That's where the battle goes up there like that. See what I'm saying? That's the phone calls that go on every morning. Right. Or, 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 or every every Tuesday when they do new music shit. So does the streaming business play into that at all? Like Spotify and iTunes and Tidal. How does that play into the whole picture? Uh, I mean, iTunes, um, I mean, we, we, iTunes is about placement, man, too, as well. You know what I mean? You get, you get be on all these different things, but Everybody's on it, and if you not, if you don't, if, if you don't have good placement, then nobody knows you're on iTunes. You, everybody's here. I'm on iTunes. Everybody's on iTunes. If you ever go and, and remember that you got to flip through 30 pages to see the person that you're looking for, <laughs> right? They're not on that first page. They're not on that opening screen. Right. They're there, but they're not promoted. Like you know, what I'm saying they're not up there because. You got on a major, you don't have that finance, you can make sure that when people turn this iTunes, they see on that shit on the first fucking page, second page, third page. After that, people don't want to go search it for you. Try it. You're going to get tired. If somebody's not on a major or one of your boys say, yeah, I got a song on iTunes, try to look for it. See how long it takes you to look for it. How long it takes you to find it. Right. It's there. But how long does it take you to find it? That's because you don't have proper placement on the, on the, on your iTunes page to see it. You see what I'm saying? So that means less people will know about it. Right. And know that you got it out. You see what I'm saying? But there are there's, there's places like the Orchid and other hosts that, 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 that you can have um, conversation and deal with that know how to take care of certain situations for you, you know, and publishing deals, and, 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 and there's a whole bunch of stuff, man. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff uh, when it comes to the iTunes and Spotify and all that stuff. I mean, it's good, but, you know, once again, it's about placing at the end of the day. And if you're not placing, if you're not placed up there top two pages, you know, it, it, it's hard for people to, to find it. And, and people don't want to search too long, you know what I'm saying? They want to, you know, they're going to give you three times, you know, three clicks. Right. If they don't get about a third click, they're done. They ain't looking for your music. They ain't looking for it. They ain't checking for you. You're done. But see, people don't know that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, so uh, tell me so, about the acting thing. Man, I had to do something, man. It's a New York hustle, baby. Right. I got to eat. I got to eat. I got to eat, you know. Um, I don't want to get no regular job, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the bills, you know, so I have to do something. I got to stay in the entertainment field, though. 
you know, you, you, you get what you put in, man. And then if, you, if I want to do an everyday job, then I'm going to do an everyday job, and that's what I'm going to be successful at doing. But you want to be in the entertainment business, you got to stay in the entertainment business and work in the entertainment field. Regardless of what it is, just be in the entertainment field, man. <laughs> you know? And that's that That was my mindset. And, and But I wound up liking it, though. You know? And uh, and I want to do more of it, and, and and I'm happy that I've done it. And it's cool, man. It's cool. Um, I'm going on auditions, looking for bigger roles, more roles, speaking roles, more speaking roles, and stuff like that. But you know, to be able to watch how they do do these shows and stuff that I'm on, and I sit back and I watch and I learn from the greats and this and this and that. It ain't just about me going there to get a check. It's about me figuring it out. And seeing that this is something that I want to do, and learning terminologies, you know, um, and things of that nature, you, you know, things that I wouldn't know just on a drop of a dime, you know, because I was never a part of it. So right, yeah. So you know, once again, you know, I I, I like I like it. I love it. I wouldn't change it. And, you know, you never know, man. I may have have a, a my breakthrough role coming out soon or something, you know. Mm. You think, but you think that's something you're going to end up trying to like direct and produce too, or you're just going to stick to the acting? I mean, I, I, I just want to have. I, I want to get. I like to be in the entertainment field, man. So whatever that's it's good, that's the entertainment that I'm good at that that makes uh, makes sense and, and, and make it work. Then you know that's what that's that's what I'm I'm a dip and dad until I find my niche. You know, I'm a hustler, man. I'm a hustler it out, man. Until I find that one that, that, that that's going to click, that's going to hold it down. You know, I'm a dip and dab and everything, man. Everything I can that makes sense and, and, and it doesn't look stupid, feel stupid, or feel wrong, you know, um, I'm going to go ahead and, 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 and go get that. Got to go get it. <laughs> Got to get it, yeah. Right. So it's always a question, always a question I ask, and uh, I love to see what people's answers is. You know, five years from now, you know what I'm saying? Five years from now, everything going the way you wanted to go, where are you? Man, where I'm at, I'm in a position, I'm in a position to, I'm in a position to help others. I'm in a position to, to create more jobs for people, give jobs to people. I'm in a position to, to make sure my kids are, going to school and, and, and to take care of school. I'm in a position of righteousness, you know, within myself, um, with God, um, closer to God. Um, that's, 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 that's where I see myself, man, helping others, man, being more of a blessing to people of the world. Um, um, Spreading ideas, my ideas on how to make the world a better place. All right. Uh, yeah, that's what I see myself five years and and, and having the capability to, to make make things work, make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Don't just talk about it, but actually make it happen. All right. So can you tell the people where they can find y'all at? Um, when the next show is? How they can get out there and support High Five? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything is official high five. So just go to your social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and type in official high five. 
It'll pop up. You can go to BronxMorphWarner.com. That's our entertainment. That's my entertainment company. Um, you can check that. Check us out there. Um, and um, that's it. That's pretty much it, man. We got shows coming. Actually, we got a big show um, in Queens, um, June 24th at the Casino Resorts World. Um, we got a show there coming up. Um, we have a couple of shows lined up, man. We're just getting out. We're getting out there, man, doing these shows. And we have a show with um, J- July 16th. We got three shows July 16th. Um, and, um, shit, it's all about working, baby. I got I, I to gotta, I gotta stay out there. I gotta keep my hustle going, man. Right. I got I to gotta do shows. I got to do my acting. You know, I got I to gotta, I gotta help people, uh, 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 do packages, record label packages. You know, because people don't know how to do go about doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I direct music videos. You know, I have my own production team, do music videos. So you know, I'm keeping myself busy, man. And sometimes not everything, everything amounts to. Sometimes everything doesn't. You don't get a check for everything right. per se, but you get a check in other ways. Remember that. Man, that's 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 deep right there. People always looking for the money when sometimes it's about the the experience or the connection. You know, and people and people people don't get it though. You know what I'm saying? But that's people that 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 don't know. Once again, it's not taught. Right. You know, you got to teach people that shit, man. Or you got to learn the hard way. And you know, I pretty much learned the hard way about that. But you know, I've learned. You know what I'm saying? Not everything is going to come to you in paper form or corny form as a sign of payment. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's a lot of other ways that, you know, you can get you can get you can get paid. And I think that if a lot of people understood that, that a lot of people would be in different places right now. But you got people that all they're doing is waiting for that, that green paper that green paper. Right. You know? Pass up the two fifty and go get your night your experience. Because it's gonna pay off in the long run. It's gonna pay off in the long run, man. You know, it's gonna be even more. It's gonna be more valuable then. Right. You know, but people don't know that. You know what I'm saying? You know, once again, you gotta be taught, or you gotta learn the hard way. If you ain't learn the hard way, and nobody's teaching you, you never know, bro.